Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 3, Section 2. The Movement Takes Shape. The Expansion of Hasidus. Over the course of a few years, the Baal Shem Tev canvassed much of Eastern Europe and amassed a large following of students and common folk alike. In the year 5500, corresponding to 1740, the Baal Shem Tev relocated, settling in the more centrally located city of Mezhibuzh in the Podolia province. Mezhibuzh would become the center of the fledgling Hasidic movement, attracting visitors from across the entire area. Many highly respected rabbis and Torah scholars of the time were drawn to the Baal Shem Tev, and, before long, a circle of esteemed disciples known as the Hevraya Kadisha, or the Holy Brotherhood, was formed. These outstanding scholars and rabbis helped to spread the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev in their communities, and Hasidus spread rapidly throughout Poland and the neighboring provinces. Ultimately, it was these students who cemented the legacy of the Baal Shem Tev into the annals of the Jewish people. Having personified a new model of Jewish leadership, it was following the Baal Shem Tev's passing on Shavuos 5520, corresponding to 1760, that his students became the Baal Shem Tevs of the next generation and further established this Hasidic movement. Most significantly, Rabbi Dov Ber, known as the Maggot of Mezrich, a recognized sage and orator before having been attracted to Hasidus, succeeded the Baal Shem Tev as the primary leader of Hasidus. He further expanded the range and implication of Hasidic teaching and attracted an even larger following of Chavraya Kadisha, who, in turn, transformed the majority of Eastern Europe into a bastion of Hasidus. The movement gets a name. As the movement of the Baal Shem Tev expanded, its members began to be referred to by various descriptive names. They were called the Freilacher, or Joyous Ones, the Baalei Teshuva, or Returnees, and Hasidim, literally translated as the Pious Ones. Ultimately, the name Hasidim stuck, and the movement and its teachings were named Hasidus. This unique name carries several descriptive intents. A chassid is one who goes beyond the letter of the law. The Talmud describes a chassid as someone who is willing to do something for another, even at personal expense or risk. The word chassid is a form of the word chesed, meaning kindness. This is understood to refer to the selfless character of a chassid whose diligent focus on divine service is not for their own advantage. Rather, it is with the sole intent to fulfill God's desire. In this sense, all of life is aimed at doing kindness to God and his world, regardless of personal gain. The term chassid denotes an inner 
wholesomeness of personal character. Section 3. What Hasidus Changed The Effects of Hasidus The expansion of Hasidus was responsible for several key societal shifts that redefined central elements of community life and observance. The Eastern European Jewish community saw significant upheaval in the century preceding the founding of Hasidus. There were regional wars, deadly pogroms, and widespread persecution that left many Jews extremely impoverished. The devastation that followed the infamous Chalmanitsky massacres was coupled with the despair caused by the rise and fall of the false messiah Shabbosai Tzvi. Having inspired the masses with the hope that he was the long-awaited Mashiach who would end their suffering, when Shabbosai Tzvi turned out to be a fraud, the already suffering Jews were plunged back into the bitter realities of life. Aside from the grief and despair, the severe economic difficulty was also caused another terrible consequence. Many families were unable to afford a proper Torah education for their children, and the next generation was left largely untaught and ignorant of Torah learning. Although they were pious and devoted Jews, a tragic rift developed between the learned and unlearned Jews. With the scholars seeing Torah study as the central virtue of Judaism, the illiterate and unlearned were thus regarded as second-rate Jews. In many towns, the two groups prayed at separate synagogues and traveling preachers would rebuke the simple folk as sinners and deserving of divine punishment. Meanwhile, the learned community also suffered from this polarization. Perhaps most pronounced was the resulting toll on the age-old focus on proper prayer. Defined in Jewish law as the primary means of divine service, the Talmud instructs us to accompany the thrice-daily prayers with focused preparation, humble submission, and heartfelt sincerity. However, in the tragic era of division which preceded Hasidus, scholars often became consumed in emphasizing their party line and focused solely on scholarship. As a result, many learned Jews began reciting their daily prayers hastily and without feeling, leaving the time-honored value of soulful prayer to the domain of the simple folk. Understandably, this situation changed drastically as a result of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings. It was realized that Judaism and Torah are the property of all Jews, and that every Jew, regardless of station, background, or endowment, is perfectly capable of serving God. The inspired willingness to expend oneself for others with sincere Avas Yisrael took root, and Devout prayer was once again recognized for its vital importance. The heightened sense of oneness with God, as inculcated by Hasidus, filled Jewish hearts with joy, and positivity, enthusiasm, and warmth became the hallmarks of the fledgling Hasidic movement. 
within just a short span of time, the face of the European Jewish communities had changed and the Jewish world was infused with a new vitality. Revelation of the Torah's Soul These wide-ranging accomplishments of the Baal Shem Tov cannot be adequately explained without focusing on his significant role in the revelation of Pneumius HaTorah, the Torah's soul. The Torah and the Jewish people are interdependent. Thus, by understanding the unique quality of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings, one can gain insight into its mirror effect on the Jewish community. As discussed at length in the last chapter, the esoteric elements of Torah is not only an additional, more abstract facet of the Torah, rather it is the enlivening, soul-like energy which animates the exoteric body of Torah. Displaying the inner beauty and depth embedded within the practical, the Torah's inner dimension does not only provide additional information, it infuses life. Additionally, the character of the soul is much is such that it contributes a sense of oneness to a multifaceted body. While the body's limbs and organs carry on individual functions, the soul permeates them all with life. It is the single life force which aligns the many elements into a single synchronized organism. Likewise, each of the Torah's various elements have different characteristics, while it is the Torah's soul which displays their inner oneness. This enlivening and unifying character of the Torah's soul extends beyond the Baal Shem Tov's teachings. Rather, it actually characterizes the effect of the Hasidic movement as a whole. The contribution of Hasidus to the Jewish world of the time was an infusion of life, vitality, and unity. It was an introduction of soul. The secret behind the Baal Shem Tov's success was that Hasidus did not transplant new ideas into the communities it impacted. Instead, it brought out a latent soul that was waiting to be uncovered. The Light of Hasidus. The above clarifies an important point regarding the objective of Hasidus. One may think these revolutionary teachings were a new path within Judaism, one which incorporates new parameters to an age-old tradition. However, given the comparison of Hasidus to the subconscious soul coming to the fore, one can understand that although it was concealed for millennia, it is in truth nothing new. This can be compared to the flipping of a light switch causing a darkened room to be filled with light. As can be readily understood, nothing in the room undergoes any significant change. It's simply no longer in the dark. The room's occupants suddenly have proper access and clarity, not because any physical barriers were removed, nor because any furniture or fixtures were added, but simply because the room is no longer shrouded in darkness. The characteristic effect of Hasidus is that it adds vibrant energy to day-to-day -day life, 
not by modifying the rituals, but by simply shedding light on the otherwise unnoticed layers of existence. Hasidus illuminates and clarifies. It provides the individual with the ability to appreciate the inner beauty of Torah and mitzvahs, to notice the overlooked virtue of every individual, and to realize the hidden potential of the soul. Ultimately, the Baal Shem Tov did more than just reveal the Torah's inner soul. He also uncovered the inner soul of the Jew. In a terribly dark time for the Jewish people, his fledgling movement of Hasidus breathed new life into the Jewish people by enabling them to see themselves for who they really are.